Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. But that's the idea behind Pinterest. Man, it does generate traffic to a website. If you're looking for, if you want to know how people get organic website leads, I'm telling you, they blog off it. They run those blogs through images, through all these different social media channels, and they pick people up everywhere. It's really hard to pick up traffic through Facebook. You get lost in it, but these channels, boy, you can steal them. Yes, Facebook and Instagram are by far the two most, if you want to call them two different, dominant social media channels. Facebook is by far the most dominant social media channel because the most people are on it. That's why. And it tends to be older people that are on it. And guess what? Older people have more money and older people have more expensive houses than millennials that are on things like uh, Snapchat and stuff like that. So I tend to gear people not at what the coolest social media channels are, but where the people that own the most real estate are, if that makes sense. And that does change over time, right? So Instagram is one of those. Instagram used to be just where little kids were. Then Facebook bought it, brought it mainstream, and now you got adults on it. You got parents on it. So Instagram has now kind of risen up there right next with Facebook since Facebook acquired it. And it's very mainstream and we can market to, we can, we can actually make money off it, um, which is why we've talked about that a lot. Now, there are three other, I would say the next three most popular social media channels for driving traffic, for driving market share, for driving branding image, and probably most important, driving traffic to our website are in order of importance, in my opinion, and you, you, you may be surprised by the order. Pinterest, number one. Number two, LinkedIn. And number three, Twitter. I bet you most of you would reverse that order. But for real estate importance, I'd go Pinterest, LinkedIn, then Twitter. Okay, in that order, those are my three. After that, which I don't even usually talk about is your Snapchats and, and that kind of stuff. It's just too young. I mean, you're, you're more liable to get a stalker than you are somebody that owns a house and get any traction there yet, yet. But these three, I mean, you got senior citizens on these three and senior citizens have expensive houses. Make sense? It's the reason we still send mailers. You're like, why are you sending mailers? It's the digital age. <laughs> Because people in really expensive houses <laughs> read mailers, you know, that's why. Makes sense for now, you know, that's probably going to change 40 years from now, but we're going to keep playing with what works. All right, so that's the idea here. So let me tell you a little bit about why these channels are so important. Remember, we talked about this, about when you have a real estate website, you almost always have this blog feature option on it, right? Where we can start putting out content that could be hyper local, that could be brand specific. And there's different ways to take that content and put it out there, okay? We might share it on Facebook. We might email it to people. We might put it on Pinterest. We might put it on LinkedIn. We might put it on Twitter. 
all different ways to catch different people because you're going to know different people. If you get active on these profiles, and this won't take a lot of time. If you get active on these profiles, you'll start to see, oh, wow, that is so weird. I know Dave. Dave's really into Twitter. Didn't realize that. You're going to see after these last two presidential elections, there's a lot of people that are into Twitter now just because who wanted to see what the president says next? You know what I mean? Like who, you know, so all of a sudden people started plugging into Twitter and there's still people that, that are into Twitter. So you can pick up a few people there. You can pick up some branding over there, right? There's a lot of people into LinkedIn because LinkedIn's kind of the boardroom of, of real estate. It's kind of the sophisticated. It's where like business talks, it's a B2B area. So you can find your business professionals in there. It's amazing if you start putting out one piece of content a week on LinkedIn, you'll start to hear people say, yeah, I think I saw you on LinkedIn. It's crazy. And you'll find it's a small percentage, but they do it. Pinterest, tons of people. There, I know I know some of you guys, and again, I'm gonna get gender bias here, but there's some, there's some ladies on here and you go to Pinterest a lot. My wife is a Pinterest addict. She's an addict. She got a problem with it. She's got more boards and stuff on Pinterest. She finds everything on there, which is where we're going to start there. I mean, literally, we have de decorated our house on Pinterest. There are recipes off Pinterest. She finds that, look at Mercedes, is like same. My wife sells hundreds of houses and so does Mercedes. And she's saying the same. They are there. And if they're there, you need to be there. Because they go there and they look for images. It is so much easier. Think about on Pinterest. Let me show you what it looks like. Pinterest is just user friendly. It's just absolutely user friendly. So now this is Bill's, this is Bill. And then you scroll down here and you can see he's got real estate tips down here. You know, so he'll, he's putting, these are just images. That's all he does is he puts images out there. These are groups of them. He's got 6,862 real estate related tips, right? If we keep moving through here's top real estate articles, he's got 4,000. He saved other people's pens. Some he creates, some he saves some top blogs, right? These are the top Pinterest viral blogs. So he creates all these, some he curates himself, some he takes from others and shares them, but he keeps putting it out there. So when people click on some of these things, they go crazy. Okay. So he's got this, he's got so much content. This one is 4,000, right? Here's 11,000 of them. Those are 11,000 little images out there floating around that if someone clicks on them, it takes them to Bill Gasset. You see what I'm saying? So there's, and then and you're searching by image. It's absolutely phenomenal what he does. Um, we've got some other ones on here I'll show you um, that are pretty cool. Who else does a really good job is uh, Wellington, Florida real estate. Um, I can't remember her name here but she does a heck of a job, right? So she here's a, here's a page that she has about all these different types of real estate information. Like how do I learn about 401k, 101k? How do I refinance? All that kind of stuff, right? So she gets very real estate specific like Bill does, but then she goes kind of next level with it, right? Because um, I guarantee you that's not why Mercedes and my wife are going online. Here she gets hyper-local, Right. So now people are just looking for the, here's her listings, different, different neighborhoods. People might search Greenview Shores and see her listings and see she has experience there. Um, she's got different cities highlighted in, in Florida, different neighborhoods. So she can actually start targeting social uh, SEO searches for different neighborhoods in that area. Um, pretty cool stuff. So she starts to get in there. A lot of people, a lot of agents, I don't see them on here. Here's gardening. So gardening tips, 
you know, because gardening is going to be very different in South Florida than it is other places. So she puts together a board of gardening. So people start clicking on those and they start driving to her as well, too. So they start coming to her pins, to her boards, and it drives more traffic and more traffic and more traffic. And she gets more name branding every time she does that. Very, very powerful, right? Um, here's another one. I like Urban Light Realty. They do a really good job as well, too. There's a little bit more urban city metro feel here. Again, a lot of very, she's up in Toronto, a lot of Toronto specific stuff, personal finance, real estate related stuff up here. Here's a bunch of home renovation stuff, different DIY tips, things you should do, common mistakes, stuff like that. So it's kind of related by real estate, but you're going to see so many people are on this. And I'll tell you for my website, the realestatetrainer.com, we probably have the most heavily trafficked real estate productivity training blog in the world. Um, where we've got close to 200,000 subscribers to that blog. It's amazing how many people we get from Pinterest. It is amazing. We probably get 50 new users from Pinterest today. That is a, this is a blogger's delight. So we put our blog posts on Pinterest. We put some nice images around them to represent them. People click on the image and then they go, they want to learn more about the image. They go to your blog. And that's the whole idea here if that makes sense, right? You'll see tons of recipes here, tons of home decor here. Those are probably the two most important things that we see on Pinterest um, is home decor and recipes. Am I missing anything, Mercedes? Mercedes, what, what else do because this is not my, this is not my wheelhouse, you know, Pinterest is not my wheelhouse, but it does work like a banshee. So I'm, I'm big on that. that. Yeah, Mercedes, that's all that matters in all caps, emphatically. There's nothing in life that matters more than home decor and, 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 uh, and recipes. Well, my wife gets stuff from Pinterest all the time. Where'd you get this? And I'll be like, let me guess, Pinterest. She'll be like, yep. And that's true. So she on it left and right. And, you know, these are people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, right in that wealth building area. So have a profile, have it look good. And if you're going to create some content, I mean, if you're going to do a just listed image, man, put it on Pinterest and have it link to your website. At the very least, if you're going to do any type of blogging at all, make sure we pick a good image. Why are images important? Guys, check this out. Images are crucial for search engine optimization, okay? So take a look at this. This is Google, all right? If I type in something like hardwood flooring options near me, okay? Then I'm gonna get all these hardwood flooring options, okay? Look if I just check, a lot of people will do this. See up here on the every search bar, it's like, well, I could shop for it. I could look at where I could find those options for me on a map, or I can just go to images and I can just start shopping for the hardwood flooring that I want right here. Ooh, that one looks good. That's the shade I'm looking for. I want that farmhouse thing, right? So now you scroll down and it's like, because I want to show my contractor the type of, oh, that, that looks good. I'm just going to save that image. Look where it's from. Franey's Carpet in Visalia. I'm in Visalia, California right now. Franey's Carpet in Visalia. That's where it's from. That is a place that sells flooring in Visalia. I'm going to click on it. And that's going to take, now I'm going to right click it and I'm going to probably save it or I'm going to send it to myself or I'm going to pin it to my, to my uh, Pinterest board so I can show it to my contractor later. 
all the while getting Franny's a little bit of Google juice because I'm clicking on their stuff and Google is noticing because I'm in a Google search engine clicking on Franny's stuff. Franny's is the home decor store. Google is watching me interact with Franny's stuff. Guys, that's what we live for. So now Google is going to start showing Franny's stuff a lot more often. But it started with a good image and the image then has a nice title. So we always title our images, always, always, always. So if we've got an image, don't like have it be image 90352 on your calendar. It's I mean, on your calendar. Rename the image, put your name in it, maybe put the property address and then put it on the interwebs so that it shows up in search because Google does not know how to read your picture. They're going to read the title of your picture. So don't ever, ever, ever leave an image that you put anywhere on the internet or social media unnamed. So don't ever put a post on Facebook without naming it. Make sense? Because people might search for it. So we always name it. So Google likey, right? So images become everything, which is where it all starts, right? Now, remember, I've showed you guys this before, so I'm gonna show it to you again though. You can create your own images because we don't want to steal images ever, right? We don't ever want to go like steal this image that I showed you on, um, you know, if I take this, because there is right click, right? It's very tempting. Like I can right click and it'll say, save image as. And then it becomes my image. The problem is that's somebody else's image. And if I go then and put that on my website, I can get in trouble. And I've seen people get in trouble. So don't go stealing other people's image and renaming them and calling it your own. Okay, that's a, that's a no-no. But you can go to canva.com, which I've showed you before, C-A-N-V-A. I'm here right now. And you can click on social media and you can actually create. Here's a Facebook story sized image. Here's a Facebook video cover image. Here's an Instagram ad size. Here's an Instagram post size, Instagram story, story ad size. Um, LinkedIn banner sized, Pinterest pin size. It's a it's a thousand by fifteen hundred. So you can go click on that and create. It's a perfectly sized Pinterest image. And guess what? You can go over here and scroll down and pick a gazillion different styles that you can use. These are free. You can click on it, and it's real simple. And you can just you know type your name on it or whatever you want and however you want to change it and make it look really cool. You can change every aspect of it anywhere you want. And then you download it and you can change the colors. You can do anything. You can upload your own logo and do anything you want on Canva and it's free. Or you can pay a little bit extra dollars per year and get the, get the, uh, the business account, which is not very expensive at all. And then you can get a lot more templates and stuff like that. But there's quite a few on here to begin with. But that's canva.com. So you can create images for Pinterest that way. Now we're going to use them for Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, everything, because you must have images for things. It has been proven time and time again that people will interact with an image more than a text. So if you post on Facebook or Instagram or anywhere, post an image. Don't they will integrate, they will interact with a compelling image. That's why the iPhone and Apple got so popular. It's because they just put little icons on the screen. 
right? I mean, that was legendary when they got rid of the green screen and you just have to like type in commands to get things to happen. And then all of a sudden, wait a minute, we're just gonna make it easy. We're gonna put pictures right in front of people. Now people are like clicky, clicky. Then Microsoft started doing it. Clicky, clicky. Now, now, now it's just images everywhere. Windows, and pop, 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 pop. We don't have to type anything. Less words, more images. So if you want people to interact with your stuff, have compelling images. Name them properly so people find your images. Put them in, Insta, in Pinterest and keep, you know, every week put a new post in interest. At the end of the year, you're going to have 50, 52 posts in Pinterest. Simple as that. Does not take much time. There's even social media posting situations. Like if you're like, wow, this takes a lot of time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I just tell you right now, I know real busy people do this every single day. But you, there's, there's programs like Hootsuite out there um, that they'll actually will post one post everywhere for you. I'm not a huge fan of that because they don't post well. This, you know, in, in Twitter, you got to use a few more hashtags and different types of links. And it looks weird if you do that on Facebook, you know, but it, you can tell when someone's using one of those multi-posting um, Hootsuite type applications because they their posts always look janky because they're posting the same way on other platforms. I'd rather see you just do it, especially until you learn how these, these systems work for a while. You know, and you do it once a week, fine. It's great, right? All right, so let me keep moving in the interest of time here. But that's the idea behind Pinterest. Man, I, it does generate traffic to a website. If you're looking for, if you wanna know how people get organic website leads, I'm telling you, they blog off it. They run those blogs through images, through all these different social media channels, and they pick people up everywhere. It's really hard to pick up traffic through Facebook. You get lost in it, but these channels, boy, you can steal them. Not many agents are there. Not many agents are there. Right. So that's kind of the concept behind it. Okay. LinkedIn, real similar. LinkedIn, you want to look real professional. Okay. So let me take you over to LinkedIn. Again, this is kind of, you know, I, I just took you from Pinterest, which is like a Zoom meeting to the board meeting. Right. Now, now we're in the board meeting where everybody's got to look real. I mean, this is where a lot of people will just check you out on LinkedIn. So they may think about using you and they want to see if you look professional. They may go to LinkedIn to see how you present yourself because they can actually look at your bio and your resume here. They can see your past work history. See what I'm saying? So we can go look at all your experience. Here's how long you worked there. Here's how long she worked there. Then she, you know, here's some of her specialties. So people that are on LinkedIn know to look for you on LinkedIn. So you better look good here because it's the one place your, your resume should be publicly published. If you are not here and they like LinkedIn, they may not think you're good at marketing. You get to put a little bio of yourself here and you get to say a lot more. Look at all this you can say about yourself. Look at all this stuff she does, man. She can even blog out of here. LinkedIn lets you do your own blogs. So you can actually write articles and post out of here. You can then take that post, put it over on Pinterest with an image. Um, and I think she's doing some of that too. Yeah, she wrote some of these. So she featured this blog post, new homeowners maintenance tips. She probably created these images in Canva and put them here. And you can click on them and you can see what see what she wrote about. Oh, this, this is a video blog. So she actually goes through like a like a little bit of a slide here all the way through it um, where you can actually read it this way. It's kind of cool. LinkedIn makes you, lets you do a lot of really, really cool things. It's a very, very popular social media channel and network. Very popular, right? You can get recommendations from other people. You can give recommendations there. She's published those three blogs I, told, I showed you down there as well, too. Anita Clark does a very good job. Um, let me show you someone else that I think does a very good job on LinkedIn as well, too. Of course, there's always Bill Gassett. Um, Bill is Mr. Social. But you take a look at Bill, same thing. Here he is. 
you can see same thing. He's got some blogs he's thrown out there too. You know, you can see his whole, uh, you know, went to college where his education was, different skills and endorsements he's gotten for different types of specialties in real estate, um, different recommendations he's received from other agents. Because if you give them, you'll get them. Just makes you look even better. So very, very cool. And you can post on here too. Every listing you can post. And then, you know, basically you can go to your home, which is like your newsfeed. This is mine. And you can see, I can scroll. These are what other people are posting. I can just keep scrolling down. And, you know, this is other people that I follow, what they're posting. So it's just very similar to Facebook. So if you're posting every day, here's one of my clients, here's what she's posting. People are going to see you. So we post about once a week on LinkedIn and people always tell me, yeah, man, I see you on LinkedIn. I follow you on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, that's weird. People are checking out LinkedIn. But there are some people that hate Facebook, but want more of a business focused newsfeed, a business to business focused newsfeed. So there's people here. So those of you looking for investor clients, business to business clients, things like that, they are much more visible on LinkedIn. But if you so if you're posting just listed and just sold stuff on Facebook, why aren't you doing it over there? See what I'm saying? And that's the idea behind LinkedIn, okay? So on LinkedIn, you know, you get a lot of, you know, you're managing your reputation because people are going to check you out there. Um, you can reconnect with tons of people too. You can go get all your old alumni from your high school there. You can, it's very easy to find everyone because, they, you know, you can actually search by your high school. You can search by your college. You can search by your college graduation years. So you'll correct with a lot of old alumni there. It's a great way to get in contact and reconnect to grow your SOI. Um, you know, then you can like ask for referrals. You know, you can ask to catch up with them. And next thing you know, we're referring business back and forth because now we're in business, things like that. There's LinkedIn groups. They have very powerful groups on LinkedIn, right? Big, big groups that you can post in every single day. Um, and they could be, you know, local organizations where you can get in with like, you know, local business to business groups, local special interest groups. If you're into boating, there might be a local, you know, Ventura Boating Association or, you know, Ventura educators or Ventura military specialists or whatever you have ties to or interests in, you can get in and grow your SOI and be in more contact with SOI because they have very powerful, engaging groups that actually send emails out of them too. So you can post in one of those groups and everybody in the group, so long as they have their LinkedIn email notifications turned on, we'll receive an email from you. You know, a lot of people do receive emails from LinkedIn. So all of a sudden you get indirect email marketing through LinkedIn to these people that might be a specific demographic locally that you're targeting. That's powerful. You aren't going to see that on the other social media challenges as well too, okay? So again, you can interact with others just like you can on Facebook or Instagram where you can interact with their posts. You can like their posts, congratulate them on updates. They Anytime they get a job promotion or they get or they get a new job that gets posted on LinkedIn because they updated their resume. So you can congratulate them. You can give them kudos, things like that um, for any change in their career because any adjustment to their personal business resume gets treated as a promotion on LinkedIn. They notify people about as well too, right? So it's pretty cool. You, you can connect with other people. So you do get in mails. So people will respond to you. You can email other people you are connected with. I mean, most people are connected to thousands of people on LinkedIn because it's so easy to connect with people. I mean, you just pretty much say connect, 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 connect. So you can communicate sparingly back and forth. And it's amazing for recruiting. So it's the best social media channel for recruiting. If you're trying to add people to your team, if you're trying to hire people there, you can even do a LinkedIn technology check. So if you want to check and see if someone's tech savvy, you can give them a tech a technology uh, test assessment 
uh, on LinkedIn, uh, like you can on indeed.com, which is a dedicated hiring platform um, where you can actually give them an assessment on LinkedIn, which is pretty cool as well too. Okay, lastly, the least important of these three, I know we're running out of time, so thank you for bearing with me, is Twitter. So I'm gonna take you over to Twitter here for a minute. I know Twitter got real popular because of presidential elections. People just try and, and, that, and that's why it's my least favorite is, because a lot of people just go there to follow a few people to see what they'll say next. Like, what is my favorite celebrity going to say about that? Or what is the president going to say about that? You know, things like that. Here's a great one. This guy's Bo Kaufman. He does a heck of a job on here. Um, and you can see he posts every single day. And he, and he basically, like, here's his home decorating tips for the fall. A lot of what he posts on, on Pinterest, he's just going to share over here. So with Pinterest, with Twitter, you can literally post 10 times a day. The more you post on Twitter, probably the better. So anything you put anywhere should also go on Twitter, okay? So Twitter is just like, they call this the cocktail party. Like you're just like blah, 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 talking to everybody, just a lot of real small, short conversations. So you just stay engaged by putting a lot out there. So if you put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter. If you put it on Pinterest, put it on Twitter. Any post that comes out of you, put it on Twitter. Okay, now I wouldn't spend a lot of time here because this is just a kind of a, this is kind of a massive branding impact here, okay? so. That's why it's my it's it's less and way less important than Pinterest, less important than LinkedIn, but it's good to be here. I mean, because there's a lot of people that follow Twitter. So a lot of people are going to see you that you're on Twitter, which makes you look tech savvy. So you're consistently anything you're posting anywhere else. I wouldn't create a lot of new posts for Twitter. You can, again, say some things on Twitter, but you're doing this for business. So don't get religious and don't get political or you're going to alienate half of your audience. So try to stay vanilla and try to stay positive. Talk about things like sports or, you know, you might just say a quick little blurb like, wow, the Eagles did great last night. Oh, what a disappointing loss for the Chiefs today. Or man, the Rams tore it up last night. You know, whatever you're trying to say, that's great. Um, but try to be positive. Try to be informative. Or I hope everybody is safe from the fires this weekend. Be political. Be presidential. Be diplomatic. Don't get crazy on political. I know people were on Twitter to watch other people get crazy. That doesn't mean you need to, to be crazy. That's not what you should be doing on Twitter or you will turn off many, many people, okay? So what we wanna do is engage with other people's posts. So like their posts, retweet their posts, reply to their posts, things like that. Because Twitter users are addicts. Most Twitter users, users post every single day. It's like 81% of Twitter users post daily and 15% check Twitter 15 times a day. So be there a lot, okay? Engage with their posts, ask questions, put out there, ask questions, get people to engage back. Use images. So again, use images if you want your post to stand out. When I scroll down through here, you can see what little posts look like and how these images stand out. So use images, in other, in other words, get back on Canva, just like Bo does here. And he's using hashtags is another thing we wanted to do. And they're, and they're, they're hyper-local. Look, he's in Winnipeg, real estate, mortgage. So when people are looking on Twitter for Winnipeg and real estate, he's going to start showing up. He's going to look like someone who knows the market, who knows how to market, who knows how to be on social media. I want this guy to represent me. This guy's got a presence on all the major platforms. Even he, he has a blog and a podcast and he markets that here as well too and puts that out there right so he looks really really good debbie drummond in las vegas same deal she's posting her new listings out there she posts her you know do you know home you know decor tips health safety tips from housings about smoke detectors things like that 
tips for downsizing your home, different choices, all solutions to one problem, blah, blah, blah. How to navigate buyer versus seller's market. Real vanilla stuff you see out there, but it's consistent. It's out there every single day. And you can see this is her blog. Like we talked about blogging last time. She's got, you know, you click on that blog, we go back to Debbie's website. And all of a sudden as a part of Debbie's website, Debbie has got a blog with it. And you can scroll through and you can see a lot more tips generating a lot of SEO from it. And that's the idea. Okay. So she does a heck of a job with it. Um, and that's the idea. So she's using, ha- you can use a lot of hashtags on, on Twitter because people do go up here and they search by hashtag, right? They might search, you know, Winnipeg. I don't know if I spelled it right. Real estate. So they'll just start searching for it. And then all of a sudden everything, look, Bo shows up right away. I searched for Winnipeg real estate. Why? He's probably the only agent that's that's blogging and this shit highlights the two things I search for. There's Bo again. So if people search for Winnipeg, which is a big city in Canada, man, but Bo's probably the only agent on Twitter that hears somebody else doing it. I don't know who they are. Someone renting apartments. But Bo's pretty much dominating. And you'll be surprised how many people are on Twitter that they that's the only social media channel that they go on because they... You know, they, they like this addictive nature of just, you know, short little tweets all day long, real fast, fast, fast. Or they like seeing what the president's going to say next. Great place to post your blogs as well. Great place to post your blogs. So if we're going to create content from a blog, why not put it as many places as possible? Because remember, I talked about that being the center of the spider web. So we create that blog post off our website and we put it on Facebook to bring people back. We put it on Instagram to bring people back. Why We send it out in emails to bring people back. We put it on LinkedIn to bring people back. We put it on Pinterest to bring. So all these things work. We're just getting it out there. The more you do, the more people come back. And then on your website, you can look at the back end of it and see where they're all coming from. And you'll start to see most are going to come from Facebook. Second most is going to come from Instagram, then Pinterest. And it's going to go in that order. And it's always that order, which is why I'm telling you the relative importance is based upon web traffic. It's based on web traffic. And it's based on years and years and years of watching it. And it really hasn't changed too much. The minute I see Snapchat jump up in there into that ranking, I'll, I'll tell you to go there next. But right now, it's not up in that ranking. Just not, not, enough, not enough traction for real estate professionals to be there. So should you get profiles and all those? Yes, get profiles. Because at the very least, people are going to check you out to see if you know what you're doing, if you know how to market. So get profiles set up, make them look professional, put a few posts up there. And next time you put something on Facebook, think about putting it on those channels too. And start drawing that online traction. At some point, you may decide to get a blog where we drive everything back to the center of the spider web, which is your website that has a blog attached to it. And now we're going to start showing Google all the traffic that's hitting your website. And now your web starts rising up in searches. Does that make sense? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.